Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lord. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lord. This phrase, which we'll hear later in Mass, truly acknowledges the fact that each one of us are here today because we've been called here by God, that God placed this prompting on our hearts to carve this time out and to make Sunday worship a part of our day. In weeks past, I've said that you could be anywhere right now, but you chose to be here because Sunday Mass you have placed as a priority in your life. As a clergyman, I get a lot of invitations for dinners, whether it's in someone's home, or it's with a parish group at a restaurant, or with an organization that I do work for or I donate to. They invite me to meals and lay a nice spread before me. But I'll tell you that the best invitation that I get in the week is to come here to say Mass. This is the greatest invitation that we can receive this side of heaven. In our first reading today, it says that wisdom has sent out her maidens. She calls from the height over the city. Let whoever is simple turn in here. To the one who lacks understanding, come, eat of my food. This is an invitation that wisdom has invited people together to dine for a special feast. And it's interesting, to all those who lack understanding, come and eat. We heard in our gospel today that the Jews were quarreling about what Jesus said. That this teaching we'll hear next week, people begin to leave Jesus because of his bread of life teaching, his very body, his blood that he wants to give them to eat. It's a hard teaching for us to begin to understand, but we acknowledge that when we receive the Eucharist, we receive the body and blood of the Lord, that the bread and the wine no longer remains, but it truly becomes his body and his flesh. We might lack understanding, so that's why we're here. We come and we eat in order to gain that wisdom and understanding in our own lives. This invitation that we hear from wisdom, though, is active in our world today, evidenced by all of you who are here. It's most likely that some of you came with other people, so the people on your left and on your right are people that you know. But the people who are behind you or in front of you, there's a good chance you might not know them. You might not know their story or what brings them here to Mass today. There's probably someone in our congregation who received a recent medical diagnosis and is trying to come to terms with that. So they're here this day to invite the Lord to be a part of that. Someone else might be struggling because a family member has become truly dependent upon them, whether it's because of health or financial reasons. So they're trying to sort that out. Maybe someone here today has had their home foreclosed on, and they don't know what they're going to do next. So they've come seeking the Lord's guidance. Others might be struggling with some sort of addiction or experiencing the death of a loved one recently, or have some sort of litigation against them in the court of law. Whatever it is, though, the common purpose of why we're all here is to worship our God and to receive him this day in Holy Communion. Christopher Dawson, a great Catholic historian from England, 
converted from Anglicanism from the Church of England to the Roman Catholic Church. And when he told his mother that he was going to do this, she said to him, it's not the doctrines or the dogmas of the Roman Church that concern me, but it's the very fact that you're going to worship with the help. That Catholicism brings in all these different people, but yet we're all equal in the sight of God. For Dorothy Day, a great figure of American Catholicism, also a convert, she had this realization one day while kneeling in a church. As she looked around, she said, there are both rich and poor, educated and uneducated, the housekeeper and the great dame who are here kneeling side by side. What a great realization that God has invited us all here today so that he could feed us at this supper of the Lord as we are called and blessed to be here. In our own lives, when we gather around our tables in our homes or at a restaurant, when we respond to some of those invitations for a meal, what happens around that table? The gathering of friends, nourishment that we receive that quenches our hunger and gives us drink that makes us glad, happens right here at this Mass as well. Just in your homes around the table, you converse with one another. You enter into a dialogue. So too here at Mass. We have this exchange between the priest and the people, the people and God, the people with one another. I'll say the Lord be with you and you'll respond and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts and we lift them up to the Lord, you say. And then we go into this great prayer, this preface, and then we together acclaim the song of the angels in heaven. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts. And then the conversation between you and each other. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Truly this mass mirrors what happens in our daily life. It is the supper of the Lord in which we come together. And just as we experience some effects of our, our meals with other people, so too in this Mass, our reception of the Holy Eucharist has effects in our own life. And we see that quite clearly in the Gospel of St. John today that we read. The first effect of the Eucharist that we receive is Jesus says that it'll give life to the world. In your own life, are you dead right now? Do you feel bogged down, weighed down by different things? Jesus is the same Jesus who raised Lazarus from the dead, who told the little girl, Telethi kum, that is to rise and get up and walk, is here today to raise us up and to give us life, life for the world as we receive the Holy Eucharist. After we're invited to the reception, blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lord. Together we say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Healing is the second effect of the Eucharist we receive today. Maybe in your life you're struggling with some sort of sin, or maybe there's broken relationships in your life. This day God wants to heal us, and the Eucharist can be a remedy for that. I encourage you if you're experiencing that, after you come forward and receive Holy Communion today, as you go back to your pew, as you kneel or sit down, have a conversation with the Lord and invite his healing presence in your life. The church also tells us that it, when we, every time we come to Mass, 
when we receive the Eucharist, our venial sins are forgiven. That the, in the confessional, the mortal sins are confessed and we receive forgiveness and we can go to confession if there aren't mortal sins. But here in this Mass, today we'll experience healing of our own sins, healing in both body and in spirit. And the third effect that Jesus talks about today, that whoever eats his body and drinks his blood will have eternal life. What a great promise that Jesus has given us. This is a message I often preach at funerals, that if we have the confidence in Jesus' words here, his promise of eternal life, that we truly on our last day can be confident that we too will have eternal life, for we responded to that invitation of the Lord because we were blessed to come to the supper of the Lord. Our God has invited us here today. He has called us to the supper of the Lord, gathering people from all different walks of life for one common purpose, to pray and to worship our God in heaven. This very God will come to us in Holy Communion today. You'll receive him, and then at the end of Mass, you'll go out those doors into your homes, into your workplaces, and then you'll come back next week and receive the Lord again, and you'll do this again and again. Noticing how dependent you are upon God in your life. I ask you if there's been a time that you've missed Sunday Mass. Did you notice an absence in the week when you didn't receive the Lord? I'm willing to bet you did. Because truly we are dependent upon God in our lives. And he gives us strength for the rest of the week. Today wisdom has called us together. The church has given us this liturgy and has prepared the feast. And so now we'll eat the very body and blood of the Lord. And in that, we'll experience its saving effects, its healing in our life and the promise of eternal life.